Dan Warnikoff, we've done many webinars together, lived pretty much right down the road from me. Uh, Dan's a certified sports nutritionist, spent 20 years as a paramedic before starting Champion Athletes. He served as the medical director for USA, New York Wrestling, and national medical director for the National High School Coaches Association. His clients range from youth athletes through college athletes and MMA fighters. And if you check his social media pages, you could see some of the top wrestlers in the country, literally from youth right through college, are using his program for nutrition. Like I said, not only is he a wealth of information, just an overall great guy, and I'm honored to have him. Dan Wernickoff. Uh, good morning, Gene. Can you guys hear me okay? We could, I could hear you. I can't okay, see you. I'm not sure why my camera's not showing me here. Um, but actually, I have some PowerPoint slides I wanted to go to. So let me, uh, let me set that up and we'll switch over to that. How does that sound? I appreciate you guys uh, asking me to join you. Um, might need a little help here. Do you know how I switched to go to, uh, to share my screen? If you just click that screen share button on the bottom, it should be the, the green one. There's... Um... Got it. Yep. Okay. All right, hopefully you guys can hear me okay. Gene, am I still there? All right, good morning everyone. Thank you very much for having me today. Um, as Gene introduced me a little bit earlier, my name's Dan Warnikoff and I founded Champion Athletes about 10 years ago with our goal of helping athletes perform better through better nutrition. What I'd like to spend a little time today talking to you about is helping you help your athletes develop their own nutrition plan. So the principles that champion athletes work with begin with this athlete food pyramid. And the idea is, is that we kind of prioritize the things that we put into a nutrition plan. So the foundation of every nutrition plan should be good macros, the right amounts of proteins, carbohydrates, and fats to really fuel the athlete. Then making sure that all the micronutrients are included, that they're getting all the vitamins, minerals, fiber, water that are essential for your body to function properly. Then we spend a lot of time on nutrition timing. When do I want to eat carbohydrates? When do I want to eat proteins to get the most out of the foods that I'm eating? Then we spend some time talking about sport food. What are these kind of special sport foods? This has been a new category of food that's been developed over, say, the last 15 to 20 years, things like protein bars, protein shakes, foods really developed specifically for athletes. And finally, uh, supplements. And we know that there's millions and millions of supplements out there, but sorting through those and deciding which ones are important, which ones are safe, is a whole uh, multi-hour presentation all on its own. So we like to think of wrestling as a marathon and not a sprint. We're really looking at the overall progression of our athletes. And nutrition periodization is the concept of developing different nutrition plans around their phase of training with the goal of being able to competition peak, so peak during prime competition season, and also allow the athlete to continue to grow and mature throughout the cycle. So one way of thinking about nutrition periodization might be to break your athlete's year into a preseason, in-season, and off-season period, and establish different goals. So in off-season, maybe the goal is to gain muscle, get bigger, get stronger. In the preseason, maybe you're trying to lean down and get ready for the weight that you're going to wrestle during the season. And then in season, you want to be able to maintain your weight, maintain your muscle mass in a healthy way so that you're peaking throughout the season. 
So just a real quick review. You know, proteins are essential for muscle building and repair. They're really the building block of our bodies. In your diet, depending on how you want to manipulate the diet, protein percentage can vary from 20 to 70%. 70% would be really basically like a keto type diet. And 20% would be on the you know, real low side. That would be like on a competition day type diet. Remember that proteins come from both plants and animals. And insufficient protein causes anemia, which means a lack of red blood cells. So an athlete's endurance goes down when they're anemic. They have increased muscle fatigue. They're susceptible to stress fractures and impaired muscle growth overall. Carbohydrates provide that fuel for our bodies. And a general rule for picking carbohydrates is the less processed, the longer the sustained energy. So we recommend picking carbohydrates that are darker in color, that are brown uh, rather than white carbohydrates. Again, we can vary those in a diet anyway from 20 to 70%. Those glucose molecules are stored in the liver and then they're released for fuel, especially during physical activity. And carbohydrates improve our, our, our athletic performance by delaying fatigue and allowing an athlete to compete at higher levels for longer period and allow for greater muscle gain. So the balance of proteins and carbs at different times, both during the day and in a long-term nutrition strategy is really imperative for your athletes. And finally, fats. Fats are essential for sustained energy, proper digestion, and hormone production. That's one of the reasons why we don't want someone's body fat percentage to be too low is because with too low of a body fat percentage, it's gonna impair hormone production like testosterone. 10 to 40% of anyone's diet can be fat. And as a general rule, as you increase protein, you're gonna increase the amount of fat in the diet. Sourced from animals, fruits like avocados, beans, nuts, and seeds. And then I also like to hear it talk about water a little bit because water is one of those things, we all talk about water, but proper hydration, if you don't get anything out of what I talk about today, proper hydration is probably the most single important thing that you can talk about. And that's because it affects so many systems in our bodies. I know that 30, 40 years ago when I was in high school, wrestlers would stop drinking on Monday to make weight on Friday or Saturday. And now we know that the goal should be to be super hydrated, <coughs> excuse me, drink tons of water, and then cut water back just before you have to weigh in for the shortest minimal amount of time possible. Remember that good hydration helps energize your muscles. It keeps your kidneys functioning properly so waste clear out of our body. They maintain normal bowel functions. How many wrestlers complain about being constipated, can't go to the bathroom? It's because of how they manipulate their water and not having enough fiber in their diet. So making sure they're going to the bathroom regularly is part of any good nutrition plan. So they're not carrying excess waste in their bodies. Help them improve concentration. The most common cause of headaches in school-age athletes is dehydration. You may get them drinking more water, headaches go away. Your athletes complain about headaches during practice, they're probably dehydrated. And all of our adolescents complain about skin problems, acne, and we're especially concerned about issues with their skin from a skin infection standpoint. So by being better hydrated, the integrity of their skin stays better, less chance of skin infections. Now, where do I begin? So I wanna help my athlete develop a nutrition plan. Where should you start? The best place to start is with a body composition analysis, and that can be done by a nutritionist like myself, um, certain gyms have those scales that can do a body composition analysis. Possibly your athletic trainers or your schools could help you with that. 
But the reason we want a body composition analysis is because weight alone doesn't give you the story. We need to know what their body fat percentage is. That's the only way you're going to know how much weight an athlete can lose in a healthy way so they're going to feel and perform at their best. You want to know what their muscle mass is so we can work on building muscle, losing excess body fat, and we want to know their hydration status to make sure that their bodies are hydrated properly. BMR stands for basal metabolic rate. That means if you laid in bed for 24 hours, did absolutely nothing, how many calories your body needs to maintain your current weight. When you go below that number, that's when your body goes into shutdown mode and stops functioning properly. So that number is very important. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Now, once you have your body composition analysis, you can set goals for your athlete. Where would their ideal body fat percentage be for their, for their goals? How much muscle mass do they have? And how do we want to change their muscle mass? Do they need to gain muscle? I've had some athletes that are actually too bulky. They have too much muscle mass for their size and it's impairing their performance. So the goal is to lean their muscle out, not get weaker, but not be as bulky. And then how can we improve their energy and endurance through better nutrition? So how am I going to change my diet? The first calculation you need to do are calories. So BMR, that basal metabolic rate, plus activity. How many days a week are you practicing? How long are you practicing? And what are you doing? There are charts available on the internet for that information. The other way to calculate calories or how many calories a person is consuming is to use some of the free apps like MyFitnessPal and have people log the food that they eat. That's not as an effective way of doing this because people tend to lie about those. A lot of nutritionists use food logs. I found using food logs very ineffective because people just kind of forget, quote unquote, or whatever, certain things out of their log. So it doesn't become an effective way of helping them develop a nutrition plan. I prefer to do a calculation where I'm starting with their <coughs> basal metabolic rate, adding activity, and then adding an, uh, a variable for daily, um, for daily living. Once you know that number, you can decide what change in their calories needs to be. If they need to gain muscle or gain weight, a good rule of thumb is 500 calories. If you notice, 3,500 calories equals one pound of body fat. It's really one pound of weight. So if a, if a person needs to lose some weight, you can break it down by how many pounds of fat they need to lose by the, knowing their body fat percentage and figuring out how, many, how much weight they need to lose. 3,500 is a great number because it's 3,500 divided by seven is 500. So by altering their calories by 500 increments of 500 calories per day, you're able to change their, to change their weight in an effective way. And then from once we know the calories, we can break them up by macronutrients. So we can decide what percentage should be, what percentage should be proteins, what percentage should be carbohydrates, and what percentage are fats. Make sure that the plant has all their micronutrients in it, their water so that they're hydrating properly, and timing the nutrients around their activities. Let's talk about a couple scenarios because I think it's going to put it in a little better perspective for you. The first one is that athlete that has a high body fat percentage who's looking to lean down. So for those athletes that are looking to lean down, we put their protein levels at a minimum of 40% and sometimes a little higher, 45 as high as 50%. Then we adjust the carbohydrates accordingly and their fat is usually around 20%. By having a little higher protein, it's a little bit easier to lean down 
they're still going to have really good energy because it's not a keto type diet. We're still going to have about 40% or a little bit uh, less of carbohydrates in their diet. And the fat's going to compensate for losing some of the carbohydrates. What about your athlete that feels tired and weak, isn't performing at their best during practice? That would be an athlete who you want to encourage to have less protein and more carbs before practices and workouts. Those proteins that they're eating before workouts might be weighing them down. Their body's using energy to metabolize those proteins so they don't have good energy during practices and workouts. So you'd want to increase their carbohydrates during that time and decrease their proteins a little bit. Fats will kind of take care of themselves, but usually about 10 to 20% would be ideal for that. You can always spend time with athletes making sure they're balancing their diet with fruits, vegetables, getting in all the micronutrients they need. Always ask your athletes if they're drinking enough water, and then you can talk to them about timing and trying to eat these things at the ideal time to get the most advantage from it. Now, why should athletes have a nutrition plan? First of all, a good nutrition plan is going to help them meet their performance objectives. It's something concrete to follow. You know, when you have rules, it's much easier to follow the rules. When you don't have rules, you don't know exactly what to do. Most clients who come into our practice, the first issues that they have is they just don't know what to do. The other thing a nutrition plan does is it's predictable. So when a nutrition plan is constructed properly, you know that they're going to be gaining weight, they're going to be losing weight, they're going to be maintaining weight, their muscle's going to be maintaining. So a nutrition plan is designed to be as predictable as possible. We're going to make sure that that balance of nutrients, micronutrients, micronutrients are proper because we've constructed a plan that's going to account for that. Their hydration and water is included. And the best thing that you can do for your athlete, and Gene and the Mindset guys always talk about this, is control the things that you can control. So a nutrition plan is going to reduce stress and anxiety because it's predictable. If you follow a good nutrition plan, your weight's going to come down if you're trying to make a certain weight. Your weight's going to come down in a predictable way, slowly, steadily, in a nice way. Same thing if you're trying to gain weight. If you're eating the right amount of calories, having the right balanced nutrition, your weight's going to increase in a predictable period of time. You're going to see results, and that's motivating to your athlete. So try to control the things that you can control. We also recommend that our athletes make a plan for competition. And our plans would look something like this. Like after first match, I'm going to eat a protein bar. 16 ounces of water. After my second match, I'm gonna have a turkey sandwich, banana, and 16 ounces of Pedialyte. A competition plan is very helpful for wrestlers for two reasons. One, especially at a tournament where they have to make weight the second day, you're gonna know how many calories you're putting in you, how much actual food weight is going into your body. So you're not gonna have that seven, eight pounds to run off at the end of the night to make weight for the next day. You can also practice your nutrition during practices to make sure you're going to feel your best during competition. Have a protein bar. At a hard practice, handle it just like you were at a tournament. Have a protein bar and a bottle of water before your first round alive. Then during a break, have your turkey sandwich, a banana, and some Pedialyte. Then continue your practice. Maybe doing it on a double-day practice, try these strategies out. Make sure that the foods agree with you, that they settle in your stomach well that they give you good energy because everybody's body is just a little bit different. This is an example of our competition day plan that uh, we have for a lot of our wrestlers. This is a 2,500 calorie plan. We vary our competition plans based on the calorie point that each athlete needs. So you can see what we've kind of done. If you look, we have an after weigh-in plan. 
They're going to hydrate. They're going to have half of a bagel. That's going to give them some good sustained carbohydrate energy. We're going to put some peanut butter and honey on it for a little bit of protein, the honey for some good fast-acting carbs that last a long time. And then we like the idea of a nutrition or protein shake to, uh, to be digested quickly. Pro liquid gets digested about 30% faster than solid food. So a good option is either a protein shake or protein water as part of your after weigh-in plan. And then as long as there's room at the end of the day, we like our athletes to be able to have a meal of their choice, like a healthy meal at the end of the night so they're ready for competition the next day. So at Champion Athletes, we help our athletes work through this process. We have both team and individual programs, and they all begin with that assessment point, getting to know the athlete, their eating habits, their family's eating habits, their body composition analysis, assessing where they are with growth development, their, their digestion, then building a plan for them. And we create different types of customized meal plans for each of our athletes. Everything is customized that we do. And then we coach with our clients. So our clients are texting us their weight, letting us know how they're feeling, how their energy is when their next competition is. So we make sure they're descending properly or they're hitting their goals that we've established together. Please feel free to type in any questions. I'd be happy to answer any nutrition questions I can for anyone today. You're good. You're good to go. All right. So if anyone has any questions, now would be a great time to get them in. We have Dan for only a few short minutes left. So make sure you get those questions in. Dan, also, where can people find more information um, about Champion Athlete Nutrition? So more information about Champion Athletes, best place to go is to our website, which is champion-athletes.com. Excellent. And uh, we have all our information, sample plans there, all kinds of things for you to, uh, for you to look at. Social media pages. Uh, we have Champion Athletes as our Instagram. We also have a Wrestler Nutrition Instagram page that people can, uh, can see us on as well. All right, so everyone on this call, you're going to want to make sure you follow it. Dan's constantly pumping out great information. Like I said, we have a few minutes for anyone to ask any questions you have about nutrition. This is big, obviously, for any sport. It's big for us as coaches. It's big for us as people. So a great question came in from Coach Landon. Do you guys typically meet with the parents to get them on board? In a high school atmosphere, it can be difficult to have full control of diet, right? Yeah, absolutely. So with our individual clients, we meet with them. It's a one-hour consultation when they initially start. We always have a parent present. They fill out a questionnaire in advance about their eating habits, and we can do these remotely or we do them in person. If they come in person to one of our offices, then we do their body composition analysis and examine our office. If it's a remote client, they can either get a body composition analysis somewhere, or we actually can send them sheets where they can do the body measurements, and then we can calculate them for them but it's always an interactive situation. The other thing is, is that our goal is that the person can be part of their family. So we try to build dinners, for instance, in their plan that the whole family will eat, but maybe the athlete's portion is different than everybody else's. So for that wrestler that's losing weight, it's not like he can't have spaghetti on Sunday night if that's what his family eats on Sunday night at a good Italian family. It's just that their portion may need to be a little bit different. Um, next question from an anonymous attendee, does good nutrition have to be expensive? That's a complaint I have. Um, sorry. Um, that's a complaint I have gotten from parents in the past. 
it isn't affordable. So all of our nutrition plans are based on regular groceries that you can buy at any grocery store. We don't have foo-foo foods. We don't hype organic foods. There are some advantages to organic foods, but as a general rule, anything that's in our nutrition plans, you can buy at the regular grocery store. And that's exactly the way it should be. You should be able to just eat healthy from foods that are available for everyone. Ben Fitcher has a question. What type of conversations are most effective to get young people to gra gravitate towards healthy nutrition? I think we try to put everything from a performance perspective because athletes that we work with are motivated to be their best. So we really try to be very performance focused that by, for instance, in, a, in, a, in, a, in an athlete that's a little on the chubbier side, who's younger, maybe wants to you know, lose a little bit of body fat, we talked about how it'll be easier to move their body, how much faster they can be on the mat if they lose a little excess body fat. For a child who's not eating right and not eating enough, for instance, or not eating a good balance of foods, we talk to them about performing at their best and how to get their energy higher and how to feel better on the mat. And because we're building meal plans out of foods that the people typically eat, with small tweaks here and there, adding in more fruits, more vegetables, uh, trying to make better food choices, uh, we tend to have good success with that. What does a wrestler need to eat before morning practice and how far from practice should he eat? <coughs> so that's a very good question, but it's also variable on the athlete. So we test this with a lot of our athletes to see what works best for them. A lot of times, we give them the same food the morning before practice, it would be like on a competition day. So about an hour before practice, they might have a protein shake, peanut butter sandwich, they could have some oatmeal, um, a couple eggs. The things we tell them, to tell them to avoid are greasy foods, things that are hard to digest. Greasy foods take a lot for your body to digest them and high protein. So we try to stay away from things like bacon, sausage, things like that, that are much harder to digest. And as a general rule, it's kind of lean protein and carbohydrates before practice. And hydration is always something we push our athletes to be super cognizant of. So in the minute they wake up, we want them drinking and hydrating throughout the entire day. When you talked about timing of meals and season with school and practices, what do you feel is good timing schedule for meals or snacks? So our plans are based on six meals per day. Our clients, even if they're losing weight, they're always eating six meals per day. So that's three meals and three snacks. So typically it's breakfast, an AM snack, which is usually fruit or nuts or maybe a protein bar, lunch, a pre-practice snack, which tends to be like a protein bar, um, maybe a protein shake, something to give them really good energy during practice, then dinner after practice, and then a night snack before they go to bed. So about every two to three hours, and we help our athletes with choices that they're kind of allowed to eat during school. Now with COVID, that might be a little more difficult than it has been in the past, but typically kids can have something like a protein bar where they can break off a piece in the hallway on their way from one class to another. Some kids are allowed to eat in class, so we kind of work around them to help them develop what foods are best for them to uh, be eating that way. Uh, what nutritional differences are there between female wrestlers and male wrestlers? So really, the, the, the most important thing to realize is that a female athlete needs to have a minimum of 15% body fat, or they can have issues with their menstrual cycle. There's something called the female athletic triad, which affects their um, hormonal system. So 
having that minimal amount of body fat of 15%, much higher than boys, is super important. The other issue that many female athletes struggle with is iron. And that's because when they're having their menstrual cycle with the bleeding that occurs during menstruation, um, their iron tends to drop. So we try to increase the iron in their diet um, through many different food sources and possibly consider an iron supplement. The disadvantage of an iron supplement is they can cause constipation. So it's always kind of like a balance between giving them enough iron to give them higher red blood cells and make them feel really energized and not overdoing it. Um, those are really the, the two major considerations. The other thing is, is that during their menstrual cycle, they're going to be gaining some weight. And of course, you know, a wrestling tournament always falls right in the middle of their menstrual cycle. That's just the way uh, God set it up. So making sure that their weight is in a position that even if they have to gain a little bit of weight because of their menstrual cycle, they're still going to be able to make their wrestling class. So the decision of what weight class they wrestle has to be taken you have to take that in consideration where you wouldn't take that into consideration with a male athlete. Uh, Jamie Miller asked, as a coach, I would love to have a nutrition plan for each of my guys, but don't have access to a nutritionist and it's not my area of expertise. Are there any free or inexpensive resources out there to help me put together a plan for each guy? Well, there are a couple of options. Like Champion Athletes works with an entire team. So we work with, for instance, Ryder University, um, we've worked with for the last two years. We work with all their athletes on the team. We meet with them and we have nutrition plans for each of the guys that the coaches designated us to work with. So we do provide that resource and that can be paid for as a team or can be paid for through individuals. There are resources available through um, online. There are several books about wrestler nutrition that you'd be able to, uh, to take a look at that could help you build some nutrition plans. Um, but it's a lot of work, especially if you're building them for each person. We do offer free presentations, just like we're doing today. And if your team would like an overall general presentation about nutrition, developing a nutrition plan, something like that, please email me and I'd be happy to talk to you about setting that up through a Zoom meeting. Um, and then we could at least get your team started that way. Uh, Jake Nelson asked, do you have examples for the six-week meal, uh, meals a day plan? Sure, if you send me an email, Jake, I'd be happy to send you um, kind of a sample plan uh, that, we, that, we, that we give. What would you suggest as good nutritional snacks in between matches while wrestling in a tournament? More carbohydrate type snacks and less protein. So we, we like um, some of the different bars are great. Um, you know, Cliff Bar, Kind Bar, things like that are really good. We like frozen fruit as a good option for our athletes. So frozen grapes, frozen blueberries are really good. You know, they're cold. They can pop them in their mouth. Um, some trail mix is a really good option for athletes as well. And don't forget about liquid sources either. So some of the carbohydrated drinks are a good option um, as something to consider as well. Excellent. Dan Wernickoff, thank you very much. Great information. So how do we send pe more people to you again? We go to your website. Website, so champion-athletes.com, at championathletes on Instagram, championathletes on Facebook, at Wrestler Nutrition on Instagram, and wrestlernutrition.com. Excellent. Everyone, make sure you follow Dan on all the social media platforms. Make sure you check out the website. Great information. Like I said, Dan and I have done a lot of presenting together. He's a wealth of information, a great friend. We really appreciate him. Dan Warnikoff, Champion Athletes Nutrition. Thank you very much.
Gene, thank you very much for having us and what a great opportunity to have this uh, presentation today. Thank you very much. Absolutely. We'll do it again. And that is a wrap from today's podcast. I'm Gene Zanetti from Winning Mindset. Make sure you guys go to our website. Make sure you go to zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you buy the book. The ebook is great, excellent information, represents some of the great information that we've learned from top athletes working with some of the top teams and individuals all across the country. Go to our website, zwinningmindset.com. Make sure you get the ebook. Also, Make sure as an individual, you sign up for the one-on-one -on -one free trial consultation. That's the one-on-one -on -one free trial consultation with one of our mindset coaches. The best results always come from one-on-one -on -one attention, whether it's strength training, whether it's technique, or whether it's mindset. One-on-one -on -one is always the best. Thanks for staying with, with us. Make sure you join us next time for the next episode. Mindset makes the difference. Have a great day.